This sermon's title is a statement and a question. I'm not going to tell you the answer because it's not that kind of question. What matters most is a question each of us answers for ourselves. Mary Oliver told us her answer. My work, which is mostly standing still and learning to be astonished. <coughs> and as the poem title, poem's title tells us, she's a messenger. A messenger to all the beauties she observes, the astonishing clam and sunflower, the yeast and the pasture. Telling them all over and over her gratitude with shouts of joy and also a messenger to us as we hear her words, bearing the message in her gentle way that we too have something that matters most, that we too have our work in this world. Hers is to love the world. She offers us an envelope, beautifully lettered our name, written on it with love and attention. And when we draw out the message inside, it has just five words on it. What matters most to you? When we know what matters, other things fall away. Like the poet no longer worrying, are my boots old, is my coat torn, am I no longer young and still half perfect. We all spend our time, spend ourselves in concern about the things that don't matter as much or at all, that our boots are old or we are, that we're still only halfway to perfect, that we haven't accomplished something that we'd planned to accomplish by now, that other people don't think we're good enough or worthy of any respect. We concern ourselves with a future that probably won't happen and a past that is set in concrete instead of where we are right now and what we can actually do. And so we need people like Mary Oliver to bring us back. If Mary Oliver isn't here, which alas, she is not since she died a few years ago, then you've got me and other worship leaders to bring you her words. If it's not Sunday, You've got each other to help you to know what matters most. I recall long ago seeing a quote on a college brochure that said something like, if you never in your four years here stayed up for the whole night reading just for the sheer love of it, then all the classes, lectures, textbooks, and labs have failed because in their sneaky way, that's all they were really trying to get you to do. I want to say this about UUCPA. If you never, in your time here, feel the surge of joy and conviction from knowing what matters most, what is your work and your purpose, then all the sermons, music, classes, gatherings, and justice efforts have failed because in their sneaky way, that's all they were really trying to get you to do. That's what it's all for. 
It's not something we can bottle and give out as one easy-to-swallow pill or one shot in the upper arm, or even two. A lot of the time, most of the time, there's no big moment of revelation, no epiphany. You leave the service with a couple of ideas to chew on. You leave a small group feeling supported and appreciated. You learn something interesting in a class. That's all, and it's enough, most of the time. But just now and then, there's a bigger shift that makes you want to sing and shout, Eureka! Hallelujah! Or maybe there's no shout at all. It just grows bit by bit into a quiet, solid sense of serenity. You know what's important. You know what your life is about. Maybe it comes to you when you're walking the dish, or when you're holding your grandchild, or when you wake up from a vivid dream. Maybe you've seen it through your binoculars in the body of a bird, or felt it as you paused in singing and heard the voices of others around you carry the melody forward. Maybe you learned it from a book or from the stars, or from a soft hand reaching for your own. Maybe you realized it bit by bit and only, now, know, only know now, in this moment of reflection, that you're already rolling on the road that takes you where you belong. Or maybe you haven't realized yet what that destination is, what that road is, and you are still searching, still wondering. That's why we sustain this congregation. That's why we pay to keep the music coming and the classes meeting and the organizing, organizing, and the ministers preaching and the internet turned on. Because UUCPA helps us connect or reconnect to that knowledge. This is a democratically run community, and as I remind you each week, in order to remain free to make our own decisions, we fund everything ourselves. Oh, we got an excellent grant from the Pacific Central District of the Unitarian Universalist Association to help us reach out to new people, and some very hardworking folks on our finance committee got us paycheck protection program, PPP, money from the government, and hope to get us some more. But we aren't an arm of any organization, and we're not beholden to anyone for our funding. Whatever happens here happens because each of us decided it matters to us to be reminded what matters to us. And that's why when you join a stewardship conversation over the next few weeks, we focus on exactly that. What is important to each of us? If you're thinking of staying away because you hate being asked for money, please reconsider. I'll be leading three of these conversations and the sum total of talk about money is that we close by reminding you to please support the congregation as generously as you can. No arm twisting, no guilt tripping. Instead, at the gathering, 
the gatherings that Richard described, you and everyone else gathered will do simply this. Share what we each like best at UUCPA and what we're most looking forward to when we can be together in person again. I'm really looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Over the next several weeks, we'll fill up this garden. When you pledge, we'll add a flower. So much loss, so much waiting by the ways we have supported each other and will support each other in living into that promise. As I said, it's not something we can bottle. Nor can I put the right words into a sermon and know that they will be the button that says what matters most. Push it and you'll know. It emerges from all we do together, all we are together. Just the same for the last few minutes of this sermon, we're going to reflect on this simple question. What matters most to us? because that is one of the most important questions we can ask each other. Just five words. What matters most to you? Maybe you're still searching. If so, you're in the right place because we're here to help you discover it. Being a non-creedal religion, we don't have a one-line answer or even a book-length answer. Unitarian Universalism doesn't exist to proclaim the glory of God or spread the teachings of one particular prophet. What it does is help us each to know what matters most to us and then help us to shape our lives towards those purposes. Matt Rosin, one of our members here, wrote a poem about what matters. He delivered it beautifully here, and you can see him read the entire poem on the, UUA, <coughs> the UUA's worship web, or shortly on our YouTube page. I'll post the link this week along with his service. The poem's title, perhaps Matt's own answer to this question, we could ask him, is You Matter. Maybe in its words, back. As Barbara said, that's a good place to, uh, to pause. We all got to meditate on You Matter, the poem's title. Maybe in the words of this poem, you'll find your answer. Things anew. You turn them and test them. Your wonder exhausts our old words to express them. You 
play across, fence, across fences that keep us divided. Old walls become weak where your love is ignited. Or maybe you will find or renew your answer in silence, a silence that is hard to find in the hurry and hassle of your days. For that reason, we'll create a small space of silence right now. Actually, we already did, but we'll do it again. And maybe one of these imaginings will help you to know or help you to remember what matters most. Think of a time when you felt deeply content and connected. When in the words of another Mary Oliver poem, you knew your place in the family of things. Or remember a time when you were happiest. What were you doing? What was happening around you? Or when you encounter other stories, say in a news report or a conversation, what has been a story that made you want to join them, be there alongside them? Or when you feel most fulfilled and satisfied. What are you doing? Some warning voice may follow, saying that you can't do that, or that that experience can't be repeated. Ask that voice to just hold off for now. We're not figuring out the how just now. We're just figuring out the what. What matters? If you know what matters, but you don't know how to act on it, email one of your ministers and ask for some time to talk. For now, let's just listen to our own wise inner voices, the ones that know what matters. I'm going to give a little more time of silence for that. And if those wise inner voices haven't emerged, 
that's a good reason to reach out to your ministers too. This is the home of your soul. The community whose purpose is to help you find and live out your purpose. Let's begin at coffee hour. Ask each other this simple question. What matters most to you? And make time for each person to answer and be heard. That's what we'll be doing in the main room. If that space or a breakout room isn't the right space for you to have these conversations, reach out to someone you'd like to talk with one-on-one. -on -one. William will enable private messaging so that you can use chat to connect with anyone else in the room. You could set up a time to each pull up a chair and bring a cup of tea to a conversation and ask each other, what matters most to you? Some wise person I can't track down right now said there is no power on earth like people who have discovered the answer to this question. I know that if we help each other to know what matters and help each other <clears throat> and help each other to live it, we will emerge stronger. And like the poet, we will go rejoicing through the world in gratitude, astonishment, and love. So may it be.